Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. I'm Alex Blackowski. I'm Allie the Good Witch. And I'm Chris Young. And this is Creativity Wasted. So COVID has made us rethink work and like, do we have to get together and do things together in person? And COVID also interfered with like social events. Like a lot of things got canceled or postponed. Weddings, open houses, baby showers, lots of social events. My youngest cousin just graduated, but they didn't do a graduation party. They decided to go to Florida, him and his buddies, instead of throwing a graduation party. That sort of falls in line with my idea for the podcast, which is that we should rethink some of these social events. Do we need to do them in person? How should we do them? So that's my idea is sort of like an interactive discussion on like which types of events could be done better. So I'll start it out with like some, some of my thoughts on it and then you guys can maybe jump in. So I, I divided event types into fun events that we don't need to fix and like not fun. So for fun events, I have weddings, bachelor, bachelorette parties, kids, birthday parties, Halloween parties, immediate family Christmas, and then like one-off parties, like a guy throwing a party or your uncle Mike throws a party at his cabin every year. So those are the type of things that maybe they're not fun for everybody, but they're fun for somebody. Mm. So we can keep those. Everything else falls into the not fun. And that's graduations, open houses, baby showers, wedding showers, funerals. I'm going to throw Thanksgiving on there. And then extended family Christmas. We don't necessarily need to, to do that or we can change that. And then company Christmas parties. So those are the things that I want to talk about. How do we make them better? The not fun things. And so my first thought is that church has it right. You do it Sunday morning, doesn't ruin your weekend. It's done by noon usually. So why can't we have some of these more boring social events Sunday mornings or early, early afternoon? And even if you have church, a lot of churches, you can do church at different times. And then I thought most of those things you could do teleconferencing. I thought this conversation would go better. I'm being pretty boring. <laughs> um, for open houses, I don't know if you've seen those 3D house tours. Those are almost funner than actually going to the real house. We don't need Thanksgiving because it's so close to Christmas. So Thanksgiving and graduation parties, I think we can just get rid of. Send yeah. a message and just be like, oh, congratulations. Here's your video message. And then I'm done. It's cheaper. There's less cleanup involved for the people throwing the party. There's less likely to me to show up at a graduation party, get drunk, make an ass of myself and leave. So that's good if I'm stuck at home and I'm just doing it via video. I mean, I can still get drunk and make an ass of myself. I was going to say, then you just don't have to get drunk. You can still be the other part, right? Exactly. In the graduation. <laughs> just to come from the comfort of your home. It's like, and it's, it's not on their dime. It's, uh, it's on my own. <laughs> the graduation is like the kids who graduated and their friends, and they never interact at all with the family. Like, no. You're never going to see those people again. Why bother to interact with them? The person who you're throwing the party for isn't really having fun. Mainly it's for 
old people like your aunt who lives out of state who hasn't seen you since you were five. They want to see what you look like now that you're at adulthood. But now we have Facebook, so we don't need that. My cousin, who I mentioned earlier, who instead of a graduation party, they spent that money so him and his friends could vacation in Florida. That's way better. Oh, like, yeah. Then eating some potato salad that's set out in the sun for a good five or six hours on a Saturday. Yeah. So graduation's gone. Thanksgiving gone. Christmas decorations are so hard to put up. Like, then that way, as soon as Halloween is over, because no one's going to give up Halloween. So, like, as soon as that's over, then you can start Christmas, and then maybe everyone will take their lights down sooner. Oh, that's a problem. Maybe Thanksgiving is important not as a holiday in its own, (laughs) but as a buffer to keep Christmas from growing too long. (laughs) But, but how would you have Thanksgiving Eve if you didn't have Thanksgiving, right? Because nothing, nothing says, like, I'm thankful for my family, like, sweating off a beer hangover at the Thanksgiving table the next day by watching the Lions lose for the 9,000th time in your lifetime. You get together with family for Thanksgiving Eve? I've never heard of that. No, that's like the, the biggest bar night on earth, right? Really? Yeah. You yeah. go out, you get real, real drunk Thanksgiving Eve, and then Thanksgiving, yeah, you're hungover, but there's so much food in front of you, you're all right. But that would also probably reduce the number of people going out that Wednesday before, because the only reason you're doing it is to be drunk to deal with your family the next day. And if you, all you have to do is zoom in. Exactly. We're yes. just saving livers yes. over there. That's all we're doing. We're saving livers. I've never heard of Thanksgiving Eve. I mean, I know I'm sort of antisocial, but I didn't realize there were whole categories of fun that I'd never heard of. Yeah, because, like, everyone in your hometown's in your hometown, so we call it, like, ACR night. And so, like, people go to the same club every year, but it's, like, everybody who, like, grew up in that county. Well, that sounds like a keeper then, Thanksgiving Eve, but just not (laughs) Thanksgiving. (laughs) You go out and get drunk, you don't need to go visit family the next day. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of people you went to school with, and family doesn't come. They're not invited. It's like all your like old friends. I don't know. Who got fat? Unless you're in one of those states where the hot cousin comes home from college. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, uh, baby showers and wedding showers. Yeah, Uh, I've just visited family, so I I ran this by them, and I, I guess I'd never cared enough to find out what goes on in a baby shower. I didn't realize it was just like three hours of people watching you open gifts, basically, is what yeah, they said sucks, it was. Yeah, that sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. People watch someone else open gifts. That's kind of like what you can do on YouTube now. I guess I thought more like drinking games or something going on. Maybe not for the baby shower, but for the <laughs> wedding shower. <laughs> Let's watch the expected mother try and get her birth weight down by drinking and smoking. <laughs> But I guess I, I never really cared enough to ask. I know this is like a thing that women do that I'm not invited anyway because I'm a guy and I don't want to go anyway. But the I never really asked like, hey, what do you do there? I, I just assumed that I would find it boring, but I thought it was more. No, you would be right. Couple showers? Those people should be like dipped in a hot vat of molten lava that have couple showers. You mean like wedding showers? A guy and a girl there together, like the dude cares. Oh, the guy goes to the shower or whoever. I'm not saying the dude, the whoever, but yeah. Couples wedding showers, no, no, no. That doesn't need to happen either. Wedding showers don't need to happen in general. Like, if I'm going to your wedding, you're already getting a gift. Why are you trying to double gift for me? Same thing with, like, an engagement party. Are you trying to triple gift here? No. 
no, you better. I better be getting filet mignon then at your your wedding, and you better have an open. And, bar. and then the people that have destination weddings and expect like, well, you're going to give up your whole vacation for the year to go down and spend ten days with them in you know somewhere else. Yeah, no, thank you. That's there. for the birds. No, thank you. Divorce. The, There's no point. The other thing with the destination wedding, uh, one of my cousins is getting married, and she moved to. My sister wants to go. Like she didn't have a vacation planned, so she thought, "Well, I'll go by." I haven't been to, but she didn't get an invite to the wedding. It's like, they didn't invite like extended family. Like, is it because they didn't want to burden people, or because they really don't want her to go to the wedding? And there's some awkwardness there with the the destination. I guess it's not a destination wedding because they live there, but it goes both ways. It's like there's pressure to go. But then if you wanted to go, like double it up with an actual vacation, maybe you didn't get the invite because they didn't want to burden you with the invite. So it's awkwardness all around there, I think. I'll be on the will call list. (laughs) But my thought with the the showers, because it's just a gift giving thing. This is sort of silly, but you could have it like at a drive through. So like the first window, you drop off the gift and you've got like a team of helper workers, like other family members that quick unwrap it. And then at the second window, the person is there giving you the thanks for the gift and the quick five minute chat or whatever. But then the funeral, my mom thought it was hilarious. This is her idea to also do the funeral through the drive through. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the first drive through window, instead of paying, you'd sign like the guest book. And then the second the window. Second one. Yeah, the corpse is at the second window, and you can give your condolences or whatnot. You don't have to dress up. You pick up your fries. Yeah, <laughs> pick up your fries. Yeah, <laughs> your inheritance, maybe. Mm-hmm. We didn't think of that, but that's a good idea. Yeah, funerals through the drive-through. I thought was funny. I didn't want to take credit. It was my mom's idea. I think it's a really good idea. And so my last thought about like ways to to remake these social events is like a drive-in movie, but a funeral. So that it'd still take time, like a normal funeral, but you drive in, so you don't need to dress up. Maybe you'd want to wash your car because people can see your car. (laughs) Um, It'd be COVID safe. So you'd still have it nowadays if it flares up. You could sign the guest book when you're like paying for parking or whatever. And then if they just blabbed on during the eulogy, somebody would honk their horn for sure. And then that would be a cue to um, keep the funeral short. And then you could just Wrap speed out of there on the way to the beach. You know, you could still have it. At, like most of these, I think you just move them to late Sunday morning so it wouldn't ruin your day. Oh, my last thought on that is uh, maybe you don't want to do the drive-in funeral if the person died in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, that's Probably for the best there, yeah. Right. Otherwise, otherwise I think it'd be fine. What if they cover all the angles? That they wanted it, though. <laughs> you, then you gotta do it. They're you, dead. You gotta respect their dead wishes. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Do you guys have any ideas on, like, silly ways to redo social events? Yeah, I think, like, parent-teacher conferences. Virtual is so much nicer than to have to go sit in front of the teacher that is telling you all the bad shit that your kid has done, and you're like, well, no kidding. I'd live with these people. Right. I don't know if your kids do a lot of, like, plays or, like, athletics that you're sort of dragged to, but maybe they could somehow make those. I guess you've got to drive your kid to the play. (laughs) 
but uh, maybe teleconferencing so you don't have to watch the play in person. Man, I see why my parents want to come to my stuff. I was like in everything growing up. And I was like so disappointed if they didn't come to everything. And I remember like as a kid being super like so self-centered and being like, oh my God, you didn't come to my volleyball game. Like we went to three games last week. Like chill out. You know, but I'm just right. like, yeah, just... like that's the last thing I want to do after work. It's like, go be nice to other parents that I don't like and be at a place I can't drink. They're sitting in the bench half the time. Like, no, it's. They have to have a box where you can drink. Like, yeah. where, so the kids can't see you drink. Yeah, they should sell more drinks at children's events. <laughs> That's the only thing that would make it bearable is if you can, you know, because I've been to yeah. like band concerts and plays and stuff like that. And it's like, I hate to say it, but like, if your kid is 12 years old, chances are they're not very good at the viola. So, like, let me drink during it, all right? Yeah. But they should have, you know, like those hospital robots that sort of wheel around that are like person height with like a video screen on it. That could be like an audience member. So you could do it at home and you could drink. Yeah, so they can at least see their parents on the screen of the robot. Yeah, yeah. Would you be offended as a kid, though, if your parent only showed up as a robot? Or if they show up as a robot, if they don't show up at all. I'd be like, did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, we saw it. Like, as long as they, like, knew something. But then there wouldn't be this, like, competition between all the other parents, too. You know? Like, oh, I go to everything. Yeah, oh, someone I- would have, like, a Ferrari <laughs> robot, and they'd be like, oh, Johnny's dad has a Ferrari someone, robot. Someone would ruin it for someone else. Somebody the with small just, dick energy. Yeah, right. Can I talk to the coach? Can I talk to the director? My kid doesn't have enough life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, getting in a fight with a coach as a robot. Right. Coach robot. <laughs> Running out of the field. <laughs> a cyborg, yeah, cyborg flips out and starts. Players. Yeah. Part, I don't know, like... Because I'm not a parent. Like nowadays, I mean, there's a lot of step parents. It's like if there's beef between the step parents or divorced parents, like one of them goes to the game and the other one maybe can't go because they would get in a fight if they were both at the same event. Well, what if one of them is a robot, so they're not actually there? Although right. they could still get in a fight and ruin who the event. Fight a robot. We'll find a way to fight, I guess. <laughs> Maybe you make it a robot that the screen of the robot goes blank if the X gets too close. Oh, yeah, it could have trigger words and shut down, like yeah. disengage or something. I guess that could apply to all of the social events, even like the ones uh, that we were talking about, the open houses and the Christmas. <laughs> if you did them as robots. Yeah. To me, the only real social event that I think has to stay the same as weddings. I mean, with feminism, maybe it's not as big of a thing, but, like, little girls dream of weddings. Like, you can't, like, have a wedding over Skype, you know? It's not the same. I think a lot of people would... Maybe they grow out of it by the time they actually get married (laughs) to care about how the wedding goes and planning the wedding and everything. But I think a lot of people still love that. Yeah. It's for the bride. Weddings should be called, yeah, we do whatever she wants. Yeah. So I think, yeah, a lot of these social events, we can get rid of them or move them to Sunday mornings and shorten them and do teleconference things. But I think weddings, even though it can be annoying to have to go to a bunch of people's weddings, we should endure the annoyance of the weddings for the sake of others. (laughs) But if they have a cash bar at a wedding... Those people yeah. need a flaming bag of poop shipped to their porch. 
Yeah, I'm taking my gift back if it's a cash win. <laughs> can I have my money that I put in the envelope back so they can buy a beer? I don't know about you guys. I have a couple friends who it's like their summers are like just an endless sequence of weddings and social commitments and stuff. And then one of those weekends, maybe they do a vacation. It's like they're never around to hang out or even relax. They're always complaining about their life is just an endless series of social obligations. I just assumed that most people live that way and I didn't, but maybe they don't. (laughs) Maybe these social obligations, uh, maybe that's my takeaway from the podcast is that they're not as like overwhelming as I thought they were for normal people. Ever since I started doing stand-up comedy, I get invited to less social events like that. Are <laughs> We're all the um, black sheep of the families. So. Yeah, like or, every- or, or you get people that say, oh, oh, oh you're going, would you, you could just like stand up and tell some jokes. And I'm like, no, oh, no, I thank you. That. Yeah, I had an office Christmas party and the secretary who planned the party every year. Oh, are you going to tell jokes this year? I might just call you up and make you tell jokes. I might just throw it on you, even though you don't want to do it. It's like, she's always threatening to push me into doing jokes at the company Christmas thing. And I'd never, I'd never did it. That's a pay me thing. That's a, if you want that to happen, you have to pay me and you can't afford me. I know. Cause I haven't gotten a raise in seven years. So I know you can't afford me. I always feel like it's a setup. I'm also a paranoid human being. So I'm always thinking someone's setting me up like, Carry style, and there's me pig's blood poured on my head. <laughs> yeah, I think what would happen if I told jokes is that they'd get no laughs, and then some random middle manager would go up and get huge laughs. Yeah, that's what they want. That's how they get you. <laughs> and some of the people would be laughing because they feel obligated because it's a manager. Yeah. And some and of I- it might be, well, he's telling a story about some drunken sales meeting that something happened. Yeah. And so maybe it is kind of funny. I don't mean that for all my coworkers because there's some like, I have really cool coworkers that I know that aren't setting me up. But for the ones that are like the snarky people that are just like always taking tabs, like they just want to see you fail. So they just want to take something away from you. Like, oh, you have a passion that's outside of work in your family. Like, oh, no, no, this can't happen. I'm going to ruin it for you. Bunch of bitches. I think we can wrap things up. Uh, Any shows you want to plug or web things you want to plug podcasts things you're doing i'm trying to build instagram followers ally the good witch on insta uh nothing for me because i have covid right now so you're promoting covid i'm promoting covid so uh if you haven't gotten vaccinated please do that just check me out on my website um if you would watch and share my dry bar special um that would be awesome I need to start plugging. I'm doing this thing, uh, Twitch streaming, me exercising while playing video games. And that's what all this wired electronics at the treadmill is behind me. I'm not making a treadmill bomb or anything. So it's called Gamey McFitness. And it's me playing video games and trying not to fall on the treadmill. So if you want to see a chubby guy promote fitness while playing video games... And be a horrible advocate for fitness and not lose any weight at all. Unless you do. If you end up losing weight, you're a genius. Exactly. You've started the revolution. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. 
Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.